since we have already uh, dealt with uh, a one act play now we have to uh, study Andren Chekhov's The Marriage Proposal which was the title given uh, earlier uh, to the particular play uh, in, our partic in, in our text it's uh, given the title pr The Proposal so uh, talking about Andren Chekhov uh, he has written a lot of uh, full length masterpieces uh, which might be considered as comedies yet they uh, they are there are uh, elements of failed love and even death uh, which are represented in these particular plays the marriage proposal or the proposal uh, the play we have to study is a delightful farce that would have ended very darkly but the playwright instead maintains its energetic whimsy concluding in a successful uh, albeit combative engagement this one act play is about the tendency of wealthy russian families or people uh, to seek marriage ties with other wealthy families or people to increase the estates by encouraging marriages that make good economic sense ivan lomov who is one uh, who is an important character there are, there are only three characters in this particular play one is Ivan Lomov, or uh, whose uh, full name is Ivan Vasilevich Lomov. He is uh, an important character in this particular play. The other uh, another character is Natalia Stefanov. Uh, the third character is Stefan Stefanovich Chubukov. The main character Ivan Lomov. Uh, whom we call call Lomo in this particular play, he is called Lomo. He is not addressed by his full name time and again. He is just uh, called as Lomo. So hereafter we will be referring to him as Lomo. Uh, he is a heavy set man in his mid thirties, prone to anxiety, stubbornness, uh, uh, and and a hypochondriac. These flows are further amplified because he becomes a nervous wreck when he tries to propose uh, the lady Natalia. Stefan Stefanovich Chubukov hereafter will be referred as Chubukov owns a land next to Ivan. So we come to know that uh, Lomov and Chubukov are neighbors. He is a man in his early 70s he gladly grants permission to Lomov uh, but soon calls off the engagement when an argument over property ensues. His chief concerns are maintaining his wealth and keeping his daughter happy. The third character Natalia Stefano or simply Natalia is the female lead character in this three person play. She can be jovial and welcoming, yet stubborn, proud and possessive, just like her male counterparts. As I mentioned earlier, uh, this play is about the tendency of uh, people to uh, get marriage fixed uh, in families which are higher, uh, which are wealthier than themselves, uh, so that 
the uh, the daughters or the sons can have a better life so this particular tendency was there in the uh, british society also and it was uh, it was considered uh, this particular tendency was considered to help them in climbing up the ladder this way it was called as climbing up the ladder of the society because once you get married to a person who is richer than your own family you get an elevated status in the society ivan lomov comes to seek the hand of chubukov's 25 year old daughter natalia and all the all these three people quarrel uh, once they meet uh, in the house they quarrel over petty issues the proposal is in danger of being forgotten amidst all this quarreling but economic good sense ensures that the proposal is made successful after all although the quarreling perhaps continues the scene opens in chubukov's drawing room lomov enters and chubukov rises to welcome him chubukov asks him as to how he may be getting on lomov thanks him chubukov also tells that he and his daughter get along somehow so here lomov has come to the house of chubukov to propose his daughter natalia he asks him why he is so formal in his get up lomov tells that he has come to see him chubukov suspects that he has come to borrow money and decides not to give him any money on making further enquiry lomov tells that he has come to ask the hand of natalia in marriage chubukov gets overjoyed on hearing this uh, because natalia is all uh, has reached a marriageable age he is off his balance with joy absolutely off his balance Lomov asks him if Natalia will consent for this marriage. Chubukov tells that Natalia is to consent for this as she is in love with him and she is like love sick. She is love sick. Lomov trembles all over just as if he had got an examination before him. He makes up his mind that it is the right time for him to marry. he thinks natalia is an excellent housekeeper not bad looking uh, and also educated what more does he want he is already 35 a critical age he does not uh, want to delay his marriage any further and he wants to lead a quiet and regular ordinary life he is a person who suffers from palpitations and gets upset uh, really fast over simple things and this we uh, find while we go through the um, play when the quarrel happens between natalia and uh, lomo once um, jubukov uh, gets to know that lomo has come there to uh, ask for his uh, daughter's hand in marriage he is overjoyed as i already said <coughs> stepan uh, chubukov wholeheartedly uh, 
um, bestows his blessing declaring that he already loves him like a son the old man then leaves to fetch his daughter assuring the younger man that natalia will graciously accept the proposal while alone ivan delivers a soliloquy explaining his level high level of nervousness as well as a number of physical ailments that have recently plagued his daily life this monologue sets up everything that unfolds next in page number 95 of the uh, text you can see how he thinks of himself he says in the first place i am already 35 a critical age so to speak in the second place i ought to lead a quiet and regular life uh, i suffer from palpitations i am excitable and always getting awfully ups- upset at this very moment my lips are trembling and there is a twitch in my right eyebrow but the very worst of all is the way i sleep i no no sooner get into bed and begin to go off when suddenly something in my left side gives a pull and i can feel it in my shoulder and head i jump like a lunatic walk about a bit and lie down again but as soon as i begin to get off to sleep this another pull and this may happen 20 times this uh, particular uh, sentence these particular sentences might very well describe uh, what type of a character is lomov he is a very uh, sensitive person and gets irritated or gets excited uh, very fast and this uh, has this particular character of him has a uh, very important role in uh, in the play itself everything is going well when natalia first enters the room they chat pleasantly about the weather and agriculture ivan attempts to bring up the subject of marriage by first stating how he has known her family since childhood you all know how like marriage proposals arranged marriage proposals go uh, even now and earlier it happens uh, in a way that uh, the uh, both the families introduce themselves or they uh, introduce themselves in such a way that how they like uh, in such a way as to uh, make it clear how they knew each other for a long time as he starts talking about his past he mentions his family ownership of the oxen meadows natalia stops the conversation to clarify she believes that her family has always owned the meadows and this disagreement ignites a caustic debate one that sends tempers flaring and ivan's heart palpitating so in the text it uh, goes like this in page number 96 of the text uh, lomo goes on talking about their family his family <coughs> and he says the lomos and the chubukovs have always had the most friendly and i and i might almost say the most affectionate regard for each other and as you know my land is a near neighbor of yours you will remember that my oxen meadows 
touch your birch woods. On hearing this, Natalia says, Excuse my interrupting you. You say, my oxen meadows, but are they yours? Uh, to which Lomo, yes, mine. Natalia, what are you talking about? Oxen meadows are our, ours, not yours. Lomo, no, mine. Honored Natalia Stepanova. Natalia, well, I never knew that before. How will you make that out? Lomo, how? I am speaking of those oxen meadows which are wedged in between your birch woods and the burnt marsh. Natalia, yes, yes, they are ours. Lomo, no, you are mistaken, honored Natalia Stepanova. They are mine, Natalia. Just think, Ivan Vasilevich, how long have they been yours? Lomo, how long? As long as I can remember. Poor Lomo feels all the more excited when he um, hears from Natalia that dogs and meadows belongs to their family. He tries to explain that once there was a dispute over the oxen meadows, but now everybody knows that they belong to him. His aunt's grandmother put the meadows free from all cause into the hands of the peasants of her gra father's grandfather for a certain time while they were laying bricks for his mother grandmother. These people used the meadows free of cause for about 40 years and began to consider the land as theirs. Natalia, however, does not believe it. Lomo is prepared to show the papers, but of no use. She tells him that they have owned the property for nearly 300 years. The meadows are not worth much, but she cannot stand injustice. And this is how uh, the first meeting, meeting of Natalia and Lomo goes on, uh, goes like, and it uh, ends in a quarreling um, and we are not um, even made aware of the fact that uh, they have come here for a proposal he has come here for a proposal rather they go on talking more and more about their property and the ownership rights and so on and so forth the last class we stopped where uh, Natalia and Lomo uh, began quarreling about the ownership of the property and uh, both were not ready to accept uh, the other's words. Lomo was prepared to show the papers of the property but of no use. She tells him that they have owned the property for nearly 300 years. The meadows are not worth much. She cannot stand injustice. If he keeps explaining it for two days, she will not be convinced. She does not want to take his property and she refuses to give up what belongs to her. Uh, she believes, Natalia believes that she is right and Lomo believes that he is right. So both of them were not, uh, were strong in their uh, beliefs. The discussion turns into a quarrel that, uh, that was where we stopped and the marriage proposal is totally forgotten. Natalia tells him that she will immediately send her reapers to the meadows. Lomo promises to turn them out. They shout at each other. In the course of the quarrel, Chubuko enters. Chubuko, uh, as you already know, is uh, Natalia's father. He enters. When he is arguing about the oxen, oxen meadows, he uh, sides. He takes the side of his daughter. 
Lomo again tries to explain, but Chubuko does not listen. He tells Lomo that the latter cannot prove anything by yelling. Yelling is not a solution. That is what um, they all believe. He would rather give them to the peasants than let him claim them. Lomo becomes rude. We all uh, we were already told uh, from the beginning of the play uh, that Lomo uh, uh, is an emotional, very emotional person, and gets emotion uh, and gets irritated very easily. Shubuko begs him to address him respectfully for he is not used to have people address him in that tone of a rude person. Lomo calls him a land grabber, tells him that he will prove in the court. Shubuko gets furious, calls him an int uh, intriguer and accuses his whole family. So they are actually uh, literally calling names at each other. In this way they start to pull each other's family. Lomo says the entire race of Lomo has always been honorable and never has one uh, been brought to trial for embezzlement as Chubuko's uncle has been. Chubuko tells Lomo that the latter's grandfather was a drunkard and that his aunt had eloped with an architect. Lomo say that Chubuko's mother was humbacked. So they drag their ancestors in the foolish quack. The three people use bad words. Um, and Chubuko even tells that Lomo's family had a hereditary lunacy in the family. Um, again, after hearing that Lomo, um, about Chubuko, uh, after hearing all this, Lomo becomes upset and wants water. But the father and the daughter continue to say malicious words like double-faced intriguer, backbiter, dishonest, mean, rascal, scarecrow, villain, blind hen, and turnip ghost. These are the bad words used by the father and the daughter. Now, Lomo gets out of the house. Now, Chubuko tells that Lomo came to make a proposal to her. Natalia is saddened by hearing this and requests her father to, to recall Lomo. Chubuko becomes unhappy over this request made by Natalia. He thinks that he should shoot himself or hang, hang himself. But he goes to Lomo's house and returns very soon. Lomo appears at the door. Now, once more, Natalia and Lomo talk and they get into a quarrel again about the dogs. So, so when Lomo returns, he is in a wretched state. His heart is beating terribly. His side is hurting him. His leg is lamed. Natalia feels sorry for her mistake and admits that the oxen meadows belong to him. She suggests that they should talk about something else. She wants to avoid every possibility of a dispute, but finally they again start um, a quarrel. She asks him if he is going, going on hunting soon. Lomo replies that he expects to begin after the harvest. His dog, Gus, has go gone lame. Perhaps it is a dislocation or maybe he has been bitten by some other dog. Lomo is very proud of his dog. He has bought him for 125 rubles and thinks it is very cheap. Natalia, however, does not agree. Her dog, Leap, costs more than 85 rubles. And he is in, uh, in every way better than Gus. So here they are quarreling over the dogs, the quality of the who is better, which is a better dog. That is the, quarrel, the topic of quarrel. They are again dragged into an argument over the superiority of each other's dogs. In his opinion, Leap is overshot. He has a short 
lower jaw and therefore he cannot catch his prey. Natalia cannot stand this. She thinks that her dog is purebred whereas his dog is old, ugly and skinny and nobody can figure out his pedigree. She does not like when a person does not say what he really thinks. In the course of hot discussion, Lomo again gets excited. He feels palpitation of heart and his heart is bursting. The father again enters the room. Both turn to him for opinion. He says, Gus certainly has his good points. He is from a good breed, has a good stride, strong haunches and so forth. But he too have faults. He is old and he has a shorter lower jaw. Lomo tells Chubuko that on a hunting uh, expedition, his dog Gus had run neck to neck with the Count's dog, but Leap was left behind. Chubuko says that Count struck his dog with a whip. That is why he was left behind. Lomo reminds him that his dog was whipped because instead of running after the fox, he bit the sheep. Chubuko, however, does not agree. He requests, requests Lomo to stop that argument, but that does not seem possible. Chubuko gets angry. He tells Lomo to stay at home with his palpitation. He does not. He is not fit for hunting. They again abuse each other and call names. Lomo begins to see stars. Every part of his body is bursting. He falls into the chair and faints. Seeing Lomo faint, Natalia thinks that he is dead. Again, she starts weeping and crying and requests her father to call the doctor. The poor father feels miserable. He holds a glass of water to Lomo's lips, but the latter does not drink water. The father finds himself in a terrible situation as earlier. He is so mad with desperation that he wants to shoot himself. In the meantime, Lomo comes to senses. He sees mist before his eyes. He couldn't see clearly. Chubuko does not want to take any more chance by leaving them alone. He at once speaks out that his daughter is willing to marry. So, without causing much, much problems, he is actually trying to uh, solve the problem. He thrusts Lomo's hand into his daughter's hand and gives them his blessings. He just wants to be left in peace. Lomo is still das dazed. He is not able to understand what is going on. At last, they kiss each other and are reconciled. But they again start quarreling over the, the dogs. Natalia says, Guess is worse than leaf, leap. Lomo says, better. Amid the shouting, the poor old father shouts, champagne, champagne. And this is how the play ends.